Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. The show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola, bienvenidos al episodio 189. Welcome to episode 189 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. Now, have you ever got a text from one of your Spanish-speaking friends, or even in your native language, but that's another story, <laughs> but have you ever got a text that you didn't understand? So it seems like nowadays there's so much shorthand and emojis that people don't even write anymore. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you some of the shortcuts or shorthand that you might see in Spanish for some of the ways that people text. So just like in English where you might get a message that has like a new sort of like, I don't know, three letters. It's not even <laughs> like a word anymore to express something. There are also some shorthand things that you need to know about in Spanish. So in this episode, we're going to talk all about how to text in Spanish and how to understand some of those shorthand uh, messages that you might be getting. And maybe you can start to use them as well. So if you meet anyone online or if you are uh, talking through like text message or WhatsApp or you're part of a language exchange, sometimes you will receive messages that are in text and sometimes things can be abbreviated. So I'm going to share with you some of the ways in which regular words, phrases and expressions in Spanish are used in text messaging. Uh, and of course, just like with anything, this varies with who you're talking to. Um, maybe where they're from, but most of these are pretty commonly used. 
So the first one is one of the first that I learned, and I'm pretty sure you already know this one, but this is just a great example of the way that things are different in Spanish and English. And I've learned this through learning languages that in every country almost, there's a different shorthand for this, and none of them really make a lot of sense. <laughs> Many of them don't. Uh, I think the one in English kind of makes sense. So in English, if you want to say something is funny, like sometimes you'll say LOL, right? But sometimes you also type out ha ha, right? which makes sense. Haha, ha, it's funny. Okay. In Spanish, because the letter H or H is usually silent, they don't use H-A-H-A. They actually use J-A-J-A or J-A-J-A to mean LOL, ha ha ha, something's funny. <laughs> so that's the first one. And again, you probably have seen that before. So if you were like, what's ja ja ja? Then that's what that means. It's just another way to say LOL when you're texting in Spanish. So it's very, very common. Now, the next one, now you might be familiar with this. In Spanish, people tend to use terms of endearment or affection, in my view, a little bit more than we do in English. So saying something like te quiero or I love you, Uh, is something that's pretty common. And you can use te quiero not to mean only like romantic love, like, oh, I love you. <laughs> But te quiero can also just mean like, oh, I love you, like when you're talking to a family member uh, or a really close friend. So if you want to say te quiero mucho, which is I really love you, or, I love you a lot, then in Spanish, when you're texting, you can abbreviate that T-Q-M or T-Q-M. So te quiero mucho. So if you see that, you're wondering, what did this person send me? They're just telling you that they're giving you some love today. So TQM or TQM or te quiero mucho. So the next phrase is also very, very common in Spanish and English too. And I think that it's just something that makes conversation polite. And we also probably learned this very early on in our Spanish learning journey. And it's por favor which is just another way of saying please, or that's the way to say please in Spanish. <laughs> so por favor means please. Now, you may have also heard this shortened in spoken language to porfa. There are some countries where they, instead of saying por favor, I would just say porfa. Now, I know I heard this a lot when I was in Colombia. Um, I'm pretty sure they say it in other places too, I believe in Mexico as well. Uh, but in any case, it's a shortened way of saying por favor. But if you're texting, uh, it's even shortened even more. And it might not be super intuitive. And I'll explain the reason for this. Uh, and it's a little bit mathematical, if you can believe that. So let's just talk about what the acronym is first. So to say por favor, when you're texting in Spanish, it's X espacio F-A-A. X F-A-A. You're like, why is it X or an X? So it's X and then F-A is like saying por fa instead of saying por favor. So X-F-A with a space in between the X and the F-A is por favor or por fa. Now, the reason for this, if you know anything about math in Spanish, which you may not, which is completely fine, <laughs> the multiplication symbol, which in English also looks like an X, is also used in mathematics in Spanish. And when you're referring to multiplication in Spanish, instead of in English where we say eight times eight, in Spanish it would be ocho por ocho. 
So they use that same symbol, the X or the X, uh, but it's not actually right the letter, right? Just like in English, if you type in the keyboard, there is an X that you can use for multiplication, but there is also a legitimate multiplication symbol, but they both look like X's, let's be honest. No one really knows the difference, right? <laughs> so yeah, so that or is used to express the mathematical expression, right? So when you're saying this times that, this multiplied by this, you would say uno por ocho. Right, which we all know is ultra. Anyway, not to give you a math lesson, but that's why you'll see that X, right, in porfa, because people already kind of know that. So if you're a native Spanish speaker, you already took grade school math. If you're learning Spanish, this is probably new information to you. So in case you're wondering why is it XFA, that is why. So porfa is abbreviated XFA. So if you want to say please and be polite when you're texting, you can feel free to use that acronym. Now, the next one is also really commonly used as a greeting. Now, generally in spoken language, it's used as a greeting when you're talking to a group. And I also know maybe it's used more in the Caribbean. I'm not quite sure. Um, that's been my exposure to this phrase, but it is something that you can also text. And that's, let's say you're going to enter a room and you're going to say hi to everyone. You can say saludos, saludos. Again, it's just a greeting. It's like, hey, how are you? It tends to be used more as slang, but again, it's generally used in sort of informal conversation. Now, if you want to express this when you are writing uh, in a text message, you can shorten it a little bit. Instead of typing out saludos, you can actually type S-A-L-U and el numero dos, the number two. So it's kind of like porfa, right? But this probably makes more sense because I'm sure you knew that dos was two. So saludos, instead of typing D-O-S-A or D-O-S for saludos, you can type S-A-L-U or S-A-L-U and then number two. Really simple, right? So that one I'm pretty sure wouldn't confuse you if you saw it, but <laughs> that's another way that you can shorten. And again, this is all for informal texting. You're not going to conduct any business with these abbreviations. Porfa. <laughs> okay. The next one is really simple. So this is also used a lot in formal conversation when you're in spoken language. So if you want to ask someone, what are you doing or what are you up to? Like, it's a really common question. Hey, what's going on? What are you up to? What are you doing? Right. When you're talking to someone, you want to know what they're doing right now, because maybe you want to find out, is this a good time to have a conversation? Am I interrupting you? Or you're just curious, like what's going on in your day? What's happening right now? So it's really commonly used in conversation. Now, to say that in Spanish, you would say, que haces? Now, the formal way of saying that is que hace usted, okay, usted hace, but again, generally we're having an informal conversation, so you'd probably be saying que haces because we're using the verb hacer in the informal tu form. So, que haces, what are you up to? Now, if you want to use this in texting, uh, it's actually really easy. Now, it's funny too because the letter H, so haces is spelled H-A-C-E-S in English, right? Or H-A-C-E-S. So, haces. But in Espanol, normalmente, la letra H is silent. So, if you're usually speaking Spanish, if you're reading Spanish, and you see the letter H, unless it's right after the letter C, like in a word like che, right? Chavo, something like that, the H is silent. So, in this case, the way people text is usually just drops that H. <laughs> so you'll see que haces, just written out with first for que, very simple abbreviation. You'll see this in all types of expressions, not just que haces. But instead of typing out Q-U-E for the word que, 
in Spanish, which usually means what or that, depending on the context. And that's there's other meanings too, but we'll keep it uh, like that for now. Those are the most common ways you'll see que. So generally people will just write the letter Q. So instead of typing out Q-U-E for que, they'll just write Q. So for que haces, you might see Q and then A-C-S, <laughs> which you really can't pronounce, right? So A-C-S is understood as haces. All right. So que haces is Q-A-C-S. There you go. So if you see that and someone texts you that, you're like, what are they asking me? You know how to respond. You just tell them what you're doing. All right. Now, the next expression, very similar to the one uh, that it talks about at the beginning of the episode. So that ha ha ha, <laughs> J-A-J-A or J-A-J-A, uh, was one that is pretty uh, commonly used. But there's another way that you can type LOL in Espanol. <laughs> and that one doesn't make much sense to me. And if you know, please share in the comments or on Instagram. Let us know. Uh, I don't know the origin of this one. And I find this in many languages, like the LOL tends to not make sense. I think like in Portuguese, it's like all Ks. And I remember the first time I got texted like KKK, I was like, oh, racist much. Okay. <laughs> so you really do have to understand the cultural context. Uh, but in Spanish, LOL can also be simply typed as XD. XD. So again, XD is another way to express laughter. It's another way to type LOL without having to really type out laughing out loud, which is what that means in English. But I'll be honest, I overuse LOL. I use it to the point that I'm never actually laughing out loud when I use it. If I'm laughing out loud, it requires an emoji with like the open mouth, like the full thing, or the one that's like cocked to the side with the tears shooting out. Like that means I'm laughing out loud. LOL just means I'm chuckling. It's like, eh. Anyway, so... But XD, you can also use to express laughter. Now, another one that is shortened is bueno. And bueno, which you know means good. Again, very common words here. Uh, generally, it's just shortened to B and O or B and O, which is another way of just saying, okay. So it's a way to kind of confirm. It's like bueno, okay, that's all good. Everything's good, right? So sometimes you'll see that shortened instead of typing out bueno. So B-U-E-N-O or B-U-E-N-O, it's just going to be B-N-O, or bueno. Simple. Okay, so I have a couple more for you, but before I continue, I wanted to let you know that if you want to improve your Spanish conversation skills, very soon we will be reopening the doors to the Spanish Fluency Club. This is our group where we have weekly conversation practice so that you can speak Spanish with a conversation that's led by a native speaker, but also with other people who are learning with you. Now, because sometimes I know it can be intimidating to talk one-on-one -on -one with a native speaker, even if it's in a Spanish lesson over Zoom, <laughs> it can feel really intimidating to feel like you have to speak Spanish the whole time. So I find that speaking in a group uh, is really helpful and it also helps you stay accountable because you'll be learning right along with other people that you'll see week after week, you'll make friends, you'll improve your Spanish all at the same time. So if you want to go beyond texting, right? You want to get past just texting and you want to have actual fluent conversations, make sure you sign up for our waitlist at SpanishConSalsa.com slash join. That's SpanishConSalsa.com slash join. 
That way you will be one of the first to know as soon as we reopen doors. Now we do have limited spaces available because we want to match everyone up with a group that will work for you, not only for your Spanish level, but also for your time zone. So we do get people from all over the world. So we want to make sure that we have a group that fits your schedule. So for that reason, we always have limited spaces. So when you sign up on our wait list, you'll be the first one to get a message, which means you have first dibs on a time slot that works for you. So make sure again, you sign up SpanishConSalsa.com slash join, and then we will be right in your inbox when we are opening the doors again. And it will be very soon. So just make sure you're on our wait list, SpanishConSalsa.com slash join. All right, now let's go to the next text abbreviation in Espanol. And that is to say goodbye. So if you want to say adios, this is very similar to saludos, where we said hi and we did that greeting, right? But to say goodbye, instead of typing out A-D-I-O-S or adios or A-D-I-O-S con acento sobre la O. We have to say that. Um, so there's an accent over the O. So instead of saying adios and typing the whole thing out, just like with saludos, you can just type a dos. So the letter A and the number two. <laughs> so A2 means adios. So very, very shorthand way of saying goodbye. Again, we just get tired of texting, don't we? We can't even type out a word that's like four or five letters. But anyway, <laughs> that's a very short way. So if you see someone, you know, going A2, they're not telling you where you parked your car. They're just saying bye. The next one is also fairly common. So a lot of times we use the word también. And también means also. And it also means like two. So if I say like me too, not that me too. We're not going there today, guys. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> so if I say me too, like if I'm agreeing with you and I go, oh yeah, me too, then I can use the word in Spanish, también. So in English, we usually have two words. In Spanish, just this one word. So instead of typing it out, which is te, a, m, b, i, e, n, so también, t-a-m-b-i-e-n, I could simply type te, b, or TB, which in English is very strange because it makes me think of tuberculosis. I'm not that old. I, I think tuberculosis was solved by the time I was born, but I do still hear people referring to it like history things as TB. So if someone was to text me TB, I'd be like, that's weird. Um, uh, anyway, it's not tuberculosis. It just means también. So unless you say I have tuberculosis and I say también. Anyway, no. Um, but yeah, so if you want to just show, show agreement or say me too, instead of typing out también, you can just type out te, be. También can also be abbreviated te, m, be, so t, m, b. So if you see t, b or t, m, b, it means también or also or me too. The other thing that you might see is the word donde, which is where, and you might see that shortened to d, n, d or de, n, a, de. Now, for some reason in my mind, when I see that, I think download. I don't know why, <laughs> but that's not what it means. So this could be used like within a sentence. So if you're asking like, where is someone, right? Instead of typing donde, de, o, n, de, de, e, you would just type de, n, de, de. So you're kind of just getting rid of the vowels because people kind of know what you're talking about, right? So that's a way to shorten uh, donde or where. So if you see that, it doesn't mean download this thing. It means where, okay? And a lot of these you'll be able to tell from context as well, right? But it's helpful to know this so that you, you're actually sure about what it is that you are texting and that you're reading in your text message. So you don't have to guess. And by the way, if you want to get a list of all of these phrases, we do have a download so that you can see them all because I know I'm spelling them out and it's kind of like you're trying to picture it in your head. Uh, but if you want to download a free list of all of these shorthand 
text abbreviations, just go to the show notes page for this episode, SpanishConSalsa.com slash 189 for episode 189 of the podcast. You can also go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash texting. So SpanishConSalsa.com slash texting, and you'll be able to download a free list of all the abbreviations I'm going over in this episode. Okay, so let me go to the last few so that you can have your complete list. And then next time you get a text message, you'll know what's going on. So I know you some of you are probably already pulling out your phones now and go, huh, let me see what this person texted me before. Okay, one of them is uh, really simple. So it's really just, again, a shortening of the word. And it's kind of funny because it also has a meaning in English. So if you see it, you might think like, oh, the person's doing Spanglish or maybe their phone's broken. Up. <laughs> uh, but it's the word estoy, estoy, which if you're familiar with Spanish, again, this is something you probably learned very early on. Estoy means I am. So E-S-T-O-Y, estoy. Sometimes this is shortened to Toy, T-O-Y-E, or Y, depende del país. So, toy, of course, is a word in English. Uh, it, you know, it means a toy. You guys know what toys are. Okay, I don't have to explain that. Um, but if you see toy, it's estoy, short for estoy. So, E-S-T-O-Y is actually T-O-Y, and it's toy. So, that means estoy. So, if I wanted to say toy bien, or estoy bien, I could just type doy bien. All right, so there's an example. Now, the next one is, I actually learned this with Dominican Spanish. So if you've listened to our Dominican Spanish 101 podcast, which you can check out wherever you're listening to this podcast, just search for Dominican Spanish 101. Uh, Cassie and I did a whole episode about uh, informal greetings in Dominican Republic. And this was one of the first ones that I actually learned. And it's because in, in Dominican Spanish, if you want to say like, what's up, you would say like, que lo que. So to abbreviate that, we already talked about how sometimes K is abbreviated as just the letter Q. However, it can also be abbreviated as the letter K because that's actually the sound, right? So in English, it actually is easier for us because that's how we would, when we see Q-U-E, we're probably thinking more like the letter K. So the way that this is abbreviated is uh, que lo que is K-L-K. So it's like el okay, KLK. So that's the one I was like most familiar with, but that's very specific to Dominican Republic. But sometimes you will just see the word K, which again is usually what or that, is just the letter K, which for us, again, English speakers is a super simple one to grasp because that is how we think about it um, anyway when we see those letters. So that's another one. So I know we talked about K being just the Q, but it can also be the letter K. Okay, we're almost at the end of our list. I have two more for you that, again, are pretty common when you're texting in Spanish. So we already talked about por favor, but you can also abbreviate por qué. And por qué usually means why. So usually asking a question, por qué? And that's really common, you know, in conversation because someone might say something you're like, oh, why? Like, why is that? Why are you doing that? So the way to abbreviate por qué, which when it's a question is actually two words. So it's por P-O-R or P-O-R and K, Q-U-E. So we already talked about like how K can be abbreviated, right? But if you want to say por qué, you can simply type P-Q or P-Q with a question mark. Por qué? So that's one way that you can abbreviate por qué. Now, another way is uh, if you want to say because. So por qué as one word means because. So why because? If you want to say por qué in texting, you can type XQ or XQ. 
So that's another way to say por qué. So again, it's similar to porfa, uh, por, por favor. And we have like por qué, which is X, Q, because. All right. Now, the last one I'm going to share is probably not uh, something that you would have known intuitively if you were to see it in a text message. But it's sort of a way of telling someone, don't worry about something. So you may have heard the phrase, no te preocupes, which is literally like, don't worry or don't let that bother you or preoccupy you. That's the way I think of translating it. Uh, so you may have heard that. But you can also say an informal conversation, no pasa nada, no pasa nada, which is like saying, don't worry about it. Nothing happened, right? No pasa nada. So it's a way of saying like, it's okay, no worries. So if you if you want to say that in text messaging, like, I oh, don't worry about it, it's okay, you would abbreviate that literally just as the first letter of each word. So this is more of a common abbreviation. <laughs> so no pasa nada is N-A-P-N or N-P-N. So you just type those three letters together and it means no pasa nada. So if you didn't know all of these phrases that I shared with you and all these text abbreviations, no pasa nada. So don't worry about it. Hopefully this has been helpful. You can review the list again. Go to LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash texting or for this episode to get the show notes, LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash 189 for episode 189. Um, and wow, I can't believe we've done 189 episodes. It feels like we've been doing this podcast for a while. <laughs> so anyway, I hope that you found this helpful. And as always, I hope something in this episode of the podcast has helped you go one step closer from Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com. Salsa.com.